Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everybody, welcome to the Walk Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by James Douse. Hello. And Dan Durkin. Hello. Two of the back. finest editors of all time, and yeah. I cut Dan Durkin off, that's how good he is. <laughs> not give him any time to talk. Um, but yes, we're rounding out the rest of the year, a lot of staff not available. So we've rounded up the remaining survivors yeah. as we uh, count down the rest of what happened in 2022. Barely a sentence there. The dregs of the it. staff is what you've got here. <laughs> the dregs of society and the staff. Now I thought we'd do a 2022 in review podcast, and I'm going to start with a charge question. I want complete honesty for this. Um, now, we did talk a little bit before recording on uh, Slack between us about what we would tackle in terms of talking points. And the immediate one was, has the generation even started yet? What is, what's the general thoughts, Mr. Dan Durkin? Has it? Has it started? <laughs> oh, it has. I mean, Are there any signs of life in this two, generation? Two years into it. And can you give me five games that are like must plays? Yes. No. Can you? Yeah. Right. Go on, you can't have Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was five of my options. <laughs> <laughs> no, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. Um, God of War doesn't count because oh, that's cross. Cross gen. Uh, oh. Oh. Demon's Souls remake. Oh, well, God. Uh, okay, that if that's what count. you have to lean on. Something um, from PS3. What else have we got? Yeah. Um, what else Bug have we got? Snacks. <laughs> Bug oh, Snacks is on PS4, on so that doesn't count either. Ah. Three. I can do three. It's tough. I couldn't name you a single game that I would say you have to buy a new system to play. Um, I thought your PlayStation Wrapped was really interesting, Dickon, because oh you had. Um, like <laughs> I'm going to catch some heat for this. <laughs> no, no, I think I think it's valid because I think like well, you, you might as well explain it a little bit. Um, so I think it was the start of this year. I got an email from Sony saying, "Oh, you can you're in line to buy a PS5." Mm. I was like, "I'm going to just do that because I want one for Spider-Man 2." Um, but also I want to play, like I didn't play Miles Morales on PS4. I wanted to play that on PS5. So Those shiny windows. I'm going to buy the PS5 now, mm-hmm. put it on the credit card, as you do. Um, <laughs> and when the, the whole PlayStation wrapped thing, I think I had 33 hours on my PlayStation. Okay. And 11 of those hours were Miles Morales. What were the other 22? <laughs> Um, Just the dashboard. I, I played like a lot of the exclusives. Like I, tr- I tried them. Like mm. I bought them all and tried them, um, but nothing really like clicked. <sighs> That's a five hundred pound paperweight you've just got. Pretty there. much. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious how many people think that though, because it's like that general idea of like, okay, I've bought this, I've forked out the half a grand or whatever it is for it. What what am I actually playing that's getting the most out of it? And it's not that like God of War, Ragnarok, or Horizon or Stray aren't like good <laughs> yeah. graphically, um, you know, visual. But obviously, like God of War, Horizon, like powerhouse video games. But at the same time, they're not that bad on PlayStation Four. Yeah. It's like, what are you really missing out on? Um, Mr. Dallas, what do you think of the whole generation starting? See, yet? my PS5, the reason I bought the PS5 
life was to play PS4 games better. Right. So I because you're a PCsman. I am a PCsman. That's the mentality. I miss the PS4 generation. Oh, frame so. rates and war. sliders. Oh, yes, oh, that's what you want. Oh, crank them all up. It's, oh, it's you, smooth. You take the mick, but you agree. <laughs> I do. I hate how much I agree. That's the toxic exactly. poison now. Is that I just, oh my God, I hate that stuff but so much. This generation so far is just making the people who didn't get the PS4 Catch up. Mm. And Who play didn't get the PS4 though? Like, <laughs> isn't that one of the highest selling consoles? It is, but I was one of those Xbox One suckers. Who had that the entire? Oh, I felt so sorry for you. <laughs> the last generation with just an Xbox One. Yeah. But now, uh, so I've just been playing like uh, Death Stranding. Uh, mm. I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been my generation, the previous generation, mm-hmm. which is very odd. Well, the thing is, like overall, what do you guys think of that general like talking point that's as that's kind of coming into view as the year like winds down that there's not been much this year. Like it sort of opened very strongly, it ended really strongly. I firmly disagree with that, and I can point out a million games that I think people should play. But if you look at it through like the AAA lens or the the general sort, you know, what's everyone talking about lens? There's only really like three games that actually got people's attention. What do you think? What are they? I would say that those three games are Elden and God of War and Horizon. So, and maybe even then you could swap it out for Stray. As a yeah. person who bounced off. Elden Ring, oh, Horizon, oh. and God of War. Oh. Um, yeah. He's got to get those dubs. Those dubs aren't going to get themselves. Well, that's it, isn't it? The Fortnite dubs. The thing is, I'm surrounded by Fortnite. I don't even know what it even means. <laughs> What's a dub? What is is that a, the dub? You know a victory royale. Oh, okay. It's a victory. Um, have you seen the recent... Up- we'll talk as little as possible about, about Fortnite, but have you seen the recent update? Where it's like the graphical that got me to re-download it because Did you play it? yeah because I was gonna play yeah I played it I was gonna play a lot more of it and then surprise both of you with the fact that I'd played it um, so I downloaded Fortnite again because everyone said that it was the first game with Unreal Five tech and I was like cool I want to see what an Unreal Five game is five point one. Five, oh, sure. Yeah. And it has that whole, what's that triangular thing they're doing? Lumen and Nyanite. Yes, that's the next Pokemon game, but the whatever the new <laughs> graphic thing is. And I was like, I need to see what this Unreal 5 stuff is. So I, I downloaded it to play. It's very gorgeous, like obviously very beautiful. Yeah. And it runs really, really well. Um, so I played a match and I'd hit some good with a hammer and I Ooh, sent him flying through hammer. a, a yeah. house. It was really, really good. And um, Well, it was all right. And uh, and then I, I drove like a vehicle a bit and I was like, oh, they, they drive like Halo. They've got them where you yeah, just push yeah. up. And it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've not played Fortnite in about five years, like literally since yeah. it came out. That was when I got into Fortnite. But can confirm it's it runs very well but then i deleted so it so what i'm taking away from this is me you and scott hey, dubs, okay. you want to get some dubs scott what's it isn't that a double is it what's a dub that's a trebs a w oh okay okay oh, oh w. w i was like double oh, yeah. of course it is yeah like a dub are you thinking it's dub i've said it so many times i don't even know all year long you guys have been tweeting that you, you get a dub nearly every night and i was like oh <laughs> i thought you're getting doubles every night it's because it's the two of you but if it's a if it's a win a w that's yeah. a whole other thing we've been confusing you this entire time i know i've got no idea but in terms of uh yeah in terms of Fortnite stuff um yes they just launched their new expansion thing which did get people like me back in because it has Geralt in and doom guy yep. and whatever um, and so there's all that. And Master of Puppets is in it now. Yep. You were sending yes, me things. Yeah. Metallica. It's, they're trying so hard to rein me in. I'm like a fish <laughs> that goes through the net over and over again. But they're, they're trying really hard. Okay. Um, but yeah, in terms of the gaming year, um, would you guys say that Fortnite, has that taken up more time for you than next gen stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Which is well, your, weird. your PlayStation Raptors. Fortnite, that's, that's bad. Isn't I think it? 330 <laughs> hours. Bad. That's I'll play on Xbox, so. Yeah. Oh, you've evaded it. Because I love that Xbox is such a terrible year that they're not even doing yeah. the rap yeah. thing. Because yeah. everyone's numbers will be like half an hour. Yeah. Well, no, I just finished God of War Ragnarok. Mm. Only just finished it now mm-hmm. after a month. Um, well, let me tell you what. we're gonna. Go, I've, I've written down a list of uh, the big talking points of the year. I just wanted to open on the general conversation of the uh, the generation as it is mm-hmm. for this year and all the cross-gen stuff. Um, I forgot that the uh, Microsoft, acquisition, uh, Microsoft Activision acquisition was at the very beginning of the year. That was January 18th was when they filed for that. Yeah. That's how long we've been living with all that news. And it still hasn't gone through yet. Um, that's still being battered around back and forward, uh, even country by country as to whether it's legal or not. Um, and 
And just that's a general talking point is what do you guys think of, of Xbox this year? You'll finally have games to play soon. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> my main console is my Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's it's not been a good year. It's an honest place here, Mister Dick, and you can say whatever you need. Yeah, to Yeah, it's, it's not it been out. a great year, no. especially no. for exclusives. But you have Game Pass. You got Game Pass, and there's been so many games that I've played this year mm. on Game Pass. What's your favourites? You know what? I'm going to catch some heat for this, but Rainbow Six Extraction mm-hmm. uh, was the start of the year. I think that's completely like underrated. Like I, that clicked with me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the the whole vibe of it, like. Yeah. I will say for uh, Game Pass stuff, uh, I saw someone sharing one of the statistics where it's like, you know, they don't have the triple A's, the stuff that's like, you know, commanding the spotlight or whatever. But if you look at the average um, Metacritic score for the games that are on Game Pass, it averages about 80. Uh, and obviously, mm-hmm. in, and then above, like things like Pentiment are incredible. And it's like, you, like that's that's still a hell of a service, like especially if you compare it to the upper echelons of what PlayStation Plus are offering you. Um, so it is, the, it is just that thing where they can sort of just lean on that and be like, well, you are getting great value for money, as we always talk about on the podcast. Um, <laughs> that's the thing, even like last night, Dick and we were talking about playing high on life. And to be honest, I still think that is, you know, it's worthwhile downloading something like that to try it. Like, it's obviously not going to hold a candle to the God of Wars, the Horizons, the whatevers. Um, but, like, I guess as an Xbox person, you, there's still, you, you can still be free. satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... It's fine. Like if you mm. if you like that kind of humor, then it's a great game. But mm-hmm. if you don't like that kind of humor, then it's like people are <laughs> bouncing off it a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's going quite viral on Twitter as well, isn't it? I see clips for every minute of the I day. I think it's because it's so meta. Like, not, yeah. I mean, this is meant, they, we are going to do a 2022 wrap up. Um, but High on Life is the latest thing to be getting shared around a hell of a lot yeah. um, because there are direct references. I mean, they, they directly like there's an Applebee sign in there. They're directly yeah. calling out Kotaku and Polygon. They're directly you can shoot a child in that game, yeah. and then the gun tells you that. It's, you just lost the E for everyone rating. It's like things like that, that if you can go with, if you like Justin Roiland's approach to meta stuff, um, it's pretty perfect. If you have a a Rick and Morty bone in your body, or you ever did, um, it's really good for that. Um, But yeah, overall, in terms of the the general sort of like the business of Xbox, it definitely seems to be that their game plan is acquisitions and buying their way into the exclusive stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Dirk and you wrote down a whole bunch of games that are coming next year. Um, Just to rattle these all off, because it feels like Xbox fans are constantly like, okay, but next year. Yeah. Okay, two more years. Next year's the one. Yeah, next year's the one. I feel like we've had that since, since 2014. 14, yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess we had... Um, Halo. We did, we, oh, my God, Halo. We had Sunset Overdrive in 2014. Um, but, yeah, in terms of next year, in theory, we are getting the reboots of Forza and Fable. There's also Starfield, Redfall, Stalker 2, State of Decay 3, Outer Worlds 2, Hellblade 2, Elder Scrolls 6, Avowed, and Perfect Dark. I feel like Perfect Dark is the one that's just on the side now. It's never coming. No. Um, there was a whole, a whole report, I think it was this year, saying that... Um, that game is largely in development hell and that they can't even decide on the way they're going to go and the general direction for the project. But that idea of things are coming, do you believe that at this stage? Uh, Or are you going to wait and see if it happens? Imagine if all of those come out next year, then what do they have the following year? (laughs) Like they've got to to, uh, spread them out enough. Mm. So I think Forza and Starfield, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The rest I can't guarantee will come out Do you think Starfield's going to actually come out in, was it March, I think? Or do you think that's getting delayed again? I I think it's fair, but I, I, I just don't, I, I just, I've said this many times before on the pod and in videos and stuff, I have zero faith in Bethesda. No. I'm sorry, I used to. Um, Skyrim's still one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's incredible, but I have zero faith in them. Like, zero. Yeah. I don't I don't trust them to make a working video game anymore. Yeah. So, like, we'll see what that <laughs> it turns out like. Is it Redfall as well? Yeah, Redfall's coming out. Yeah, that's another one where it's more akin to, like, um, Deathloop. Yeah, it's yeah. A Bethesda well, game that once again, mm-hmm. I just didn't. It's co-op, with, though. But you liked it, yeah, didn't I, you? I, like I like Deathloop. I played mm-hmm. that on Xbox when it came to Game Pass, and mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, it got a little bit, I think I put about nine hours into it, and mm-hmm. it got a bit samey as right. you put more time into it. But yeah. um, Redfall looks okay. It's co-op. 
Like, yeah, and the four-player yeah. co-op vampire thing. I like, the, I like the look of the fiction in the trailer, but that was one of the ones where I was watching it be uh, revealed, and I was like, this looks so cool. And then when they showed the gameplay as four-player co-op, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that, like, overly, this. like, quippy dialogue and stuff mm. as well. That's <sighs> <laughs> can't be doing with it. No. I love the um, the fact that we love high on life or parts of it, and then we're just like, oh, but could be dialogue though. Ugh. No, sick of that. No. There's a certain way you can do it, I guess. Um, but yeah, Xbox has had a really weird year, um, where they didn't even they didn't. I don't think they had a single thing at the Game Awards that was in, <laughs> there was an exclusive. There was a whole talking point coming out of the Game Awards um, about that. So hopefully, 2023 is the year when they finally. The kick problem in. is as well with the Series X is that, that was always like the most powerful console. Like mm. I thought yeah. that was the point of it, but now I'm seeing things like with The Witcher and stuff where mm. it's better on PS5 and stuff. Right. Like, what do Xbox even have when they don't have the exclusives? Like, the multi-platform third-party games mm. and even best on Xbox. Well, the thing that, like, I like just think is so stupid, and I get that there's a business reality to this, is that they do tie any release that's on Series X to also be on Series S. Yeah. So you're fundamentally making games that have to work on the previous generation of consoles, ostensibly. I get that it's still a massive step up, and the Series S can still run things really well, but obviously not as well as the Series X, otherwise we yeah. wouldn't have a Series X. So I'm just like, when are we ever going to make something that's only on Series X? And, like, mm -hmm. is that is the Series S that, like, because there was a few devs talking about it this year, about, like, is it just holding things back? Like, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting for them to show off the most powerful console, something that you wouldn't believe it can be done or something. I'd love to know the numbers on the X versus the S. Mm. I'm like, sure at the beginning, Spencer said that he expected the S to outsell the X eventually, that that was their right. flagship. It's all um, the people like who get FIFA and Call of Duty, mm, and that's, that's all they play. That's like true. That's the target market, I mm -hmm. think, there. Um, yeah. And especially if they get... Call of Duty, like they put that on Game Pass, like that would be a huge like boost in sales. Yeah. If that ever happens, if mm -hmm. the deal goes through or whatever, but I think that's that's yeah, that seems to be their ultimate thing is that they just want to make it so the Game Pass is an app available everywhere. They've talked about doing the TV app and stuff going forward. That's the thing, like all the things that they're planning that are assumedly going to happen next year, like getting a Game Pass app on your TV. It's like there's only so excited I can be about that. Yeah. Like, it, what are the games have you got that are only on Xbox? Like, yeah. I think all three of us um, remember growing up as 360 kids and like that whole range when it was Gears and Fable and everything else. Like, there's such an energy to that that I don't think they care about anymore. No. Um, maybe one day they bring the blades back and then we feel good. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a while away. Um, the next thing that I had down, these aren't specifically in chronological order, but the next thing I had down was Elden Ring. Um, just as a general talking point, I feel like that just over just took over everything for about three months. I want to know Dan Durkin's thoughts though, because you, like you said, he bounced off it. So I played it for about 20 minutes and I was like, you know, I don't oh. like these sort of games. <laughs> I just, they're just not for me. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I like, can respect it. Same. I know you, James Dallas, you loved it. And I did? I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy for you, mate. Oh, don't give me... Don't do that. Don't take the moral route. <laughs> it, it just was perfect, in mm -hmm. my opinion. And playing with you, Scott, and Josh on some of the things, it was just... Oh... One of your highlight of my year gaming moments of your life it is, is. Uh, trying to get you through that final boss. I died, but then one, I heard you on the, on the mic. One day I'll post that clip. Oh, oh my god, One of you, day. Of you that losing. That might be the 2022 clip of the year. We should have had that in the blooper reel, uh, which I, we should also announce on the podcast. We do have a What Culture Gaming blooper reel going live yeah. across the holiday. I, must, I picked a specific day for it, yeah, um, but keep an eye out for that. But we do have, or you have, audio of you... Screaming. <laughs> Screaming at that Elden Beast. <laughs> uh, losing in the last few seconds to one of the hardest bosses in the game. You were so close. Out of curiosity, how far did you, like, 20 minutes in, did you get past that um, tree sentinel fellow on the, the horse. horse. The, the first guy, I tried to beat him a few times and it wasn't happening. And is that what so turned you I, off I went past him and I was fighting some little dudes and I was just like, I just didn't enjoy the gameplay. Like, <laughs> right. Fair enough. You've also got to admit, like, I'm going to offend a lot of people here, but like yeah. the oh. Souls, like, hardcore fans who are like, oh, get good, like, they're insufferable. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah. Are you are you part of those people? Like, I'm not part <laughs> of those people, but I'm part, because I was saying to you the other yep. day about the community in the Souls games. Mm -hmm. Ah, in my opinion, the best because there is some people um, 
like when I'm struggling with a boss, they'll just help me because yeah. they want to help. Have me. you ever been taught to get good? No. No. I have. You have. have. I think I've told people to get good. Uh, Not in a serious way. As a joke. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, yeah, there's always, the thing is, I always, I think there's any, so there's always a toxic mutation of any fandom. Yeah. Like, I just think anyone who gets that militant about a game, it's like, there are, there are better things to devote your time to. Yeah. Um, it sucks that the generalist, like, like you said, association of, like, the community around Elden Ring or the, the people who play it get associated with that, get good, oh my God, everything's easy, how dare you, that side of it. Like, that just sucks, but I feel like you can apply that to a lot of games for me, and, like, in my and Deep down, they're all nice people. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All, they just want you to get good. I think just, uh, just nicely. I'm like mainly a shooter guy, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I just bounced off it. Like, mm-hmm. Golden Ring had a gun in it. Maybe, maybe. Hey, Bloodborne's got a little gun in it. It's uh. a really bad gun, but <laughs> there's a gun in it. Um, James, that was final thoughts on Elden Ring. Uh, close best the game of the year. Go on. It might, it might just be. Yeah, best yeah. Not, to, not to give away the game of the year video that is on the channel, but it is at number one. Well, yeah, yeah. well. it's in the top two then, if that's the case. Yeah. Just, uh, that and God of War. Um, next thing down is another massive game that dominated the year, Sonic Frontiers. Oh. It must be talked about. The last on, time Scott. of this year. Let it out. Um, I feel like I thought I'd just bring this up and just get a general tenor in the room um, because I forgot to put Sonic Frontiers in the honorable mentions for the game of the year uh, whilst it was being edited, which um, is interesting because I think that that game is is like phenomenal when it comes to the score and I think that it has some really cool ideas but clearly my subconscious didn't serve it didn't serve me it back when I put that list together um, but I just thought it was interesting how much Sonic dominated this yeah like it even come down, came down to it battling it out with Genshin Impact for the player impact uh, award at the game awards <laughs> and it was just like it felt like this year was like Sonic's year in a way uh, which is kind right. of interesting obviously the movie came out Sonic 2 we talked Did about that, that. Out this year I do believe that was this year was it? Yeah. I want to say that, let me Google this. I'm leaving this in the thing. I can imagine that. It I know that the TV show came out, didn't it, recently? Primes, if I've lost Primes over a year of my... Looks. April 2022, that was, was, uh, that was Sonic 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Because that's what kicked off my whole, I'm going to play the entire awesome franchise was, yeah. thing. Didn't um, we go and see yeah. it, James? We that saw was, it. <laughs> yeah, we saw it again. The start of the year was a long but time ago. After that, um, Mania came out? Uh, no, Sonic Mania was out in 2017. Sonic no, Origins sorry, came out. Of course, that's what it's called. Yeah. Origins, yeah. Because they messed it up. They were like, here's yeah. the collection of three games, but we've uh-huh. changed the physics and whatever. I think they patched that now. But yeah, in terms of um, that general sort of talking point around Sonic, I feel like more people talked about Sonic this year mm-hmm. than they have in quite some time. There was that whole conversation around Sonic 2, the movie, um, being the biggest thing that's happened to Sonic in quite some time and that yeah. revitalizing the IP and everything. Um, neither of you guys got Frontiers. Are you planning to? When it's a fiver. Okay, it's worth all <laughs> not the money. Yeah, it's worth those five pounds. Not a yeah, minute like, earlier. I'm a Sonic fan, and I can remember messaging you on Black Friday. Mm. I was like, "This is you almost pounds. It, Should I get it?" James Dows is in my ear saying, "Don't get it. Don't <laughs> get it. Don't get it." Um, and I decided to just wait until maybe it's a little bit cheaper because mm. I've spent a lot of money on games this year. And mm-hmm. My thing is, life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just, I just wish they'd fix the pop-in. There's mm-hmm. just there's yeah. something about the the raw... Like, my, my genuine, like, honest thoughts are that I, have a lot, I had a lot of fun with it. Some of it was very much a banter thing. It was very just like, oh, my God, I'm such a Sonic fan, I'll get yeah. this. Because I was having a huge lot of... I was having a lot of fun with the IP across the year. But you can't deny some of the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And if someone literally asks me, should I put £30 on this? Um, I'm like, no, don't be as ill as me. Um, <laughs> wait until they fix it more. Because I saw, like, some fan did a fan mod that fixed the pop-in, yeah. like, overnight. And it's just like, what are we doing? Like, they've announced the whole season pass for next year and everything which was really fun um, and I do think like I said the music is incredible it's finally on Spotify yeah. um, some of the best music literally some of the best music of this year is in Sonic Frontiers um, for the open world do you know stuff. what's sad uh, we on. was always on this uh, Sonic hype train for all year and then the Mo- Mario movie trailer came out and, and just I've showed not, how it's I've done. not thought about Sonic <laughs> I saw it, it was in the recent um, clip for Mario that came with the Game Awards where it's just a clip from the movie yeah. and it has loads of pieces of music from Mario 64 in it and um, yeah people were just saying like this is the this is how you do this it doesn't have to be so um, sort of identityless when it yeah, comes yeah. to you know like because Sonic is very successful but it has Olive Garden adverts in it and it's very like yeah, yeah. he's doing the floss and all that <laughs> Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Mario is like so far, obviously they've got a, a grade A mainstream voice acting cast, um, but it's like those pieces of music are directly from '64. It's like yeah. we got you in terms of the actual fans. It feels like that's maybe something that Sonic could have done. Yeah, it's um, a reference a minute, literally. Is, right? Yeah, I kind of wish they, like, yeah, to, to dovetail into that for a second. I kind of wish they let those pieces of music breathe a bit more because, like you said, they rattle through like five or six like level themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really fast. And I was yeah. like, you could have a whole thing in the or orchestrate an entire version of. Dry docks or whatever, die die docks mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, but um, but still, it's just a nice little medley. Though, it is a nice little medley, to be honest. Um, I thought we'd talk about the state of Pokemon because <laughs> oh, yeah, Pokemon's had a hell of a year, and it it, it opened and ended the year. Uh, opened the year with Pokemon Arceus and ended it with uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, some of the most broken games of the year, hands down. Um, along with like eFootball and stuff like that, just utterly abysmal performance <laughs> and terrible visuals, and still something that me and Mister Dan Durkin have put a stupid amount of time in, yeah. considering how broken they are. <laughs> um, but Durkin, how have you found Pokemon this year? Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. Yeah, it's mm. I've put about 10, 11 hours into it. I'm up to the sixth gym, mm-hmm. um, but. With the open world, it's like, oh, you can go and do anything. And what I ended up doing was going to a gym leader. I think it was the, the third gym leader. So her oh, okay. Pokemon were, order. Yeah, were mm. like higher than mine. I was like, this isn't done very well. If I can just <laughs> go and do that, like, right. there's, there's no level scaling. And that's my biggest gripe, well, apart from mm. the frame rate issues. Mm. But like from a gameplay perspective, 
they got that wrong. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like the, because for me, it's kind of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I quite like that you can wander into an area that you're not ready for. And then if you get lucky with capture, like I managed to capture a level 40, I don't even know what type, I don't know anything outside of Gen 1 and 2, uh-huh. but I caught something that was like a level 40. And obviously they're not supposed to listen to you, yeah. but like occasionally they just will. So I've one-shotted most things in that game by just waiting for that thing to attack. Right. Um, which again, like you can argue that's kind of broken. But for me, I was like, that's kind of cool that I stumbled into this area and I managed to emerge with this like super high level Pokemon. Yeah. How many hours are you? Um, I think I'm on about 17 or so. Um, It was my Switch's top three games or thing I'd played the most or something. Have you beat the Elite Four? No, not yet. I've not actually, I've done, I did a mix of stuff because it offers you, like you said, like three campaigns. One of them is do the gyms. One of them is go find legendary beasts for abilities. And then there's something else. There is a very specific order to do them in though, Mm. like to not be over-leveled. I think that was my biggest gripe with Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Oh, I can totally buy that. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I I felt over-leveled the whole time, really. Um, I've been trying to Google where should I go to actually get a challenge because nearly everything is, like, really easy to do. Um, But I I like them trying something with it. Yeah, as everyone always says, it's a step in the right direction, but every game is a step in the right direction. Yeah, how many times is that going to have to be? The next one will be the exact same. Because with Arceus, it's like some of the things that they implemented there that were good, mm-hmm. they've taken out. Yes. Scarlet like Pilot. immediately catching something. Yeah, that's that, so that's weird. Do you prefer Arceus? No, I don't think I do. I don't right. think I do. I do, like, massively. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I'm a sucker for, like, Japanese stuff or ancient, uh, Japan stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. So, like, that, uh, favor, like, I favor that subjectively. But I just think that, yeah, the instant catch stuff, like you said, I just think it flows a lot better. Although, I don't know, there's pros and cons of each. I just, mm-hmm. I've got over, uh, like, 100 hours in Arceus. So it's like, and we don't even know how to say it, do we? It's, it's been said uh, differently all year. Arceus. Arceus? I don't know. Um, but just, yeah, just imagine it on a PS5. That Pokemon. the thing is, just imagine a good one. I wanted to use this to dovetail off into like the state that N- Nintendo's in because I think they've had a, a decent enough year. Obviously, the Pokemon games have Kirby. been mixed bags. Kirby, I genuinely think is incredible. Like Forgotten yeah. Land is a perfect platformer with lots of little subtle additions that are yeah. really surprising. Like the, the bosses in that game are really surprising, and the weird, the whole end game thing post credits. There's a whole really challenging boss gauntlet thing right. that you can go do. Um, which is very Soulsy. I get the Dark Souls comparisons are way overused, <laughs> but they've literally made some Dark Souls fights in this game. Uh-huh. Um, so there's all that. But what do you guys think of where Nintendo are at? I feel like this year there was a whole conversation around, okay, we need to admit the Switch can't keep up and things like Pokemon. And obviously, the for me, I would say the Pokemon issue is a dev issue when you look at something like yeah, Xenoblade yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, where do you guys come down on the, the state of Nintendo? It makes me a little bit more worried for um, Tears of the Kingdom mm. because if it can't run well, I'll be gutted at that. Do you think that's why they've been delaying it so much to just make it work on the original Switch? Maybe. I, I hope s- it comes out at the same time as the Switch True 2. That's the, that's the that's thing that I'm, I'm assuming is that they're holding it back to to launch the next Switch with it. That's always been my, my conspiracy theory. They've not got enough time marketing-wise now, have they? If, I mean, it's Nintendo. If, until Nintendo it if they just go, hey, the Super, when they launched the Labo, it was like, hey, cardboard yeah. models, <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's out, and people like me are running to the window to get it. Um, the OLED. That was well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Mr. Jacob, what do you think of Nintendo? Uh, I'm not the biggest Nintendo guy. I love Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I think it's time for a, for an upgrade. For a new one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if they go down the some of the leaked stuff is that they'll do. I'm going to get into PC terms here. DL, DLSS, yeah. yes, is a way a deep learning super sampling is a way Correct. to make something run in 4K and run better, yeah. but on like a software side rather than the 
hardware side, I believe. Yeah, so it's a 1080p game what runs at like 480p. Yes. But it makes it look like it's 1080p, so you get the frame rate of a 480p game. Which I care about now. Yes. Yeah. I think if they do that, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like if they get a Switch that has a higher resolution or the uh, just raw performance is just better, mm-hmm. um, that would be a massive step up. It is up against the, the reality of something like Pokemon, where one of their flagship franchises, they just won't give it the time. Because <laughs> um, like you said, it'll be the same next year. Um, maybe even harder because they have to make another generational leap. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Would you, like, hard. would you like to know an interesting fact? I would. Uh, in Nintendo Switch uh, Sports, the bowling mode, that had DLSS in it. Ooh, what, what, did, it? what did it to make that, it smoother? That was it. That was it. Okay. That's the only <laughs> game on the Nintendo Switch that's ever used. Because they added that, right? That wasn't in the launch thing. They added the bowling back in. No, that was golf. That's oh, just okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Nintendo can work with DLSS. Right. They're just refusing to. True. <laughs> for some reason. I, just, I don't know whether they... I've, I've talked about it before on the podcast, but my whole conspiracy theory was that they were almost ready to do the Switch Pro, and then for whatever COVID-related reasons happened mm-hmm. to their production schedule, all they could get sorted was the screens, which is mm-hmm. why we got a new screen and yeah. nothing else for the OLED Switch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to imagine next year is the new Switch. Otherwise, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> oh. um, people are still buying the regular Switch now. I know. Though, like, that's the thing. People are still going. It's like Pokemon. Like, it was... It had loads of issues. People are still like buying it and stuff. Mm. Well, even I mean, yeah, Pokemon Scarlet Violet was like the high, the biggest launch in the franchise's history. So it's, it's like wild. all the Shaking performance your head stuff. There, Mr. It's Dose. stupid, isn't it? It's <laughs> so annoying. It's so annoying. It's like the, the momentum that they're on, like with the Switch. It's like it's it just has become the every person's console. Like you, yeah. d- you just get it. Like you don't even think about it. Just get a Switch. It like, needs it's one to be backwards compatible. Do you think they will, or do you think they'll make you buy everything again? I think they will. <laughs> because of course they will. But I, just having mm. a family of systems work. But last time they tried that with the Wii U or mm-hmm. the 3DS. Well, the 3DS worked, but the Wii U didn't. Mm. So. Well, that's the thing. They've always done one previous generation has worked, like one step up. Like you yeah. can play DS cartridges in the game, the other way around, Game Boy Advance stuff. Yeah. Yes. Right, things like that. You can cross things over. Yeah. Um, whether they class the OLED Switch as the one oh. that's backwards compatible <laughs> <laughs> and the new one is the new one. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Pokemon stuff, um, that'll be a whole thing next year because it seems like the direction they're going in is to, is to do a bigger open world thing, which in theory rivals the likes of Horizon on a long yeah. enough timeline, but it's like, how long is that timeline? Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to mention the Steam Deck um, just because I feel like that was a very overlooked thing this year. It was obviously talked about enough um, and it did come out this year. The Play Date came out this year as well, which is like a little indie machine and um, where you get a different game every week. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Steam Deck, where do you guys come down on that? Were you um, tempted to get one? What did you think of the, the general attempt at Valve to get in on the handheld market? Did you play Scots? I did. Yes. Oh, you did? We played a little bit yeah, of Hit and Run, didn't we? I think I played yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man. You uh, did? I played Simpsons Hit and Run emulated. Yeah. And it was good. It, it was. was very good. The battery life is horrendous. You That's know the how thing stupid that kills I am with my money. I was like, oh my God, I <laughs> true, need to go out true. and get one. I need to get one. I, I talked myself out of it. I was like, I wouldn't play it as much as I probably like should if I was yeah. to pay £600 mm. or whatever it was for it. So mm. yeah. I held back. I'd love one. I would adore one, but I've got a PC. You're, yeah, you're and, fine. Yeah, so yeah. I really need one, and the Switch is the happy medium. Because I'm so in the Poison Swamps now because I got it because I was like, well, I've heard so much. This is, I'm such a console simp because like, I've heard so much <laughs> about all the emulation, and you guys are like, well, it's just easy. I'll just go play Mortal Kombat Deception tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, I wish I could do that. And so I, like, in my console mind, I was like, well, I'll go and get an old PS2, and I'll get it for that, and I'll buy everything physical again like a maniac. And after a while, I was like, why don't I just put a down payment on backwards compatibility as a thing? 
thing mm-hmm. and I'll buy a Steam Deck and that'll just be the system that plays everything. So I got that and that's like, I love I love the Steam Deck for that. Like yeah. I kind of wish they had a wrapped thing because I've gone through like my entire childhood <laughs> like memories or whatever, all the PlayStation, PS1, PS2 games. Uh-huh. However, the battery life is terrible. Like legitimately god awful. Like it lasts like two hours or something um, if you're rendering anything in 3D. Um, right. So it's really, really bad. Um, but I feel like I'm in it now because I've, I've spent so much money on it. Like it's it, like you said, the, the, the whatever the middle model was is what I got. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like, that's still like half a, like half a grand again, half a thousand pounds for the Americans. Jesus. And it's one of those things where I have it now and I just want it to work. And I want yeah. it, I'm yeah. trying to console, console of, consoleize it a little bit mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I'm getting the Steam Deck dock for Christmas. Okay. And I'm just like, I've asked my wife for that. So I'm just like, okay, can we make this work on the TV? Because I had this weird like setup where I plugged the Steam Deck into the TV with like a weird HDMI pass-through thing. So I got it to work on the TV and then I had to like get a wireless DualSense controller and pair that to the Steam Deck. <laughs> So I'm just sat there like MacGyver just trying to get Silent Hill. I managed to get Silent Hill 2 working on it. And then I was like, that's cool. But then the battery died after two hours or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. For that, you might as well just go out and buy a PS2. And uh, well, that's like, the thing. I'm like, yeah, either I might as well just get like an old console yeah. archive um, or just get a PC and have the tower next to the PC. So the I did that with all the Godot Hero and Rock Bands. I bought a 360 mm. for £30 and I bought all the like peripherals. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you could just play it on PC. There's a thing called Clone Hero. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I could have just done that. But like, <laughs> it's just the experience of plugging in the old console and getting that like nostalgia hit, I think. I will totally say that, I mean, yeah, like me getting my um, N64 for my 30th a few years ago, there's still something about getting a new system for yeah, a yeah. birthday or Christmas. It still feels great. Using the controller that was originally built as well yes. is a whole thing. Yeah, I'd back that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like um, the Steam Deck, it's kind of like when the Steam Machines were released about 10 years ago now, yeah. um, when it was like, oh my God, this is going to change everything. And I feel like some of the conversation around Steam Deck was like, oh my God, this is going to change everything with the Switch. And like, how can the Switch possibly compete? And I feel like it was just in the end, it was like that bit in Ant-Man where it zooms out and it's just sort of like it's just a little tiny ping and then it didn't do anything to the switch's momentum whatsoever whether that changes going forward or something else the best thing i ever did this year was i bought a big hdmi cable Mm. which connects from my pc all the way to my tv so i have the the feeling of playing these old ps2 games on a tv instead of like a pc monitor or whatever Mm -hmm. yes i'm playing with an xbox controller but that was just that emulation has been the peak of like gaming for me Mm. this year I think it's just having that uh, that access to it. Like, just, yeah. and I know that I get that me saying this in 2022, it's the most ancient talking point <laughs> to anyone with a PC. Um, but that idea of you know playable gaming history, just having an archive yeah. of like everything or everything that you want to go to, it, it is so like something the PlayStation have tried to tap into this year with the PlayStation Plus stuff. But like mm-hmm. to my money, they've done a horrific job of that. Yeah, there's so um, much missing from that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, I've talked about it on like previous pods. I don't want to go on about it too much, but I do think that it's such an open goal. Are they Harry Kane? Because why can't they just <laughs> get it in? Um, and I just feel, <laughs> and I just feel like that's yeah, like just just put all the obvious stuff on there. Mm-hmm. You already had some of it on the PlayStation Mini, so we'll wrap up with a, a few recommendations for this year. I thought we'd just touch on stuff that you or we collectively or also individually wish more people had played. Um, so a game recommendation from each of us. This is the last World Culture Gaming Podcast of the year. Um, me and Jules will do the Entitled Banner Podcast this week. And then everything's done. This year is done. Put it in the books. Uh, recommendations for this year in terms of things I wish more people had played. I will kick this off with the Divisive Gotham Knights. Which I'm okay. just putting it out there. Ooh. I want to watch your little face scrunch up, Mr. James Dallas. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because I feel like this game, um, as much as people were like, oh my God, it's only in 30 frames a second. And it was. The performance was was terrible. Um, there's <laughs> this whole thing where it couldn't even hit 30. However, this is the most fun I've had with bat fiction um, in game form since like Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. Like I just think that the way that they approach, you know, what is Gotham like without Batman? And what do you do with that? And the way that the... I really like the script. I think there's a lot of heart to it. And I think that they, the way that they write um, everyone from Batgirl to Red Hood and Nightwing 
Nightwing and Robin, it just, they get them right. And all the little character scenes that you can trigger when you're in the Belfry, you can just talk to Alfred and you can see what's going on with him and what he's thinking about the reality of, you know, this reality without Bruce. I think they nail that story uh, foundation so that you you do kind of care about going out and taking care of Gotham every night. And because it's on like a night cycle, um, which you also get a bat cycle too. But when you're out in the city, you're like doing a few things, you're solving some crimes, you're doing a bit of story stuff, doing a couple of character missions, and then you're banking that back at the Belfry and then doing more character stuff. And I think it really gets into a nice little rhythm, um, very much overshadowed and kind of justifiably so in terms of the uh, marketing and stuff by all the loot components and the, the arbitrary stuff that's in there, which is kind of reeked of the Avengers. And um, that idea that it is just this phoned in sort of Avengers or Anthem style cash grab thing and um, just to get in on the Batman fiction. I think there's way more to that game than people um, know or, or people are aware of. Um, and I just want to shout it out. I think it plays very, very well. They patched the frame rate, thankfully. Um, still only 30 FPS. It is still the Stone Age, but it's getting there. And um, But still, I think there's a lot of fun to be had with that. And I think that the actual actual action choreography and the amount that they bring from Arkham uh, in terms of like dynamic stealth and you fight a couple of dudes, you go back into stealth because you, you know, throw a smoke bomb down and disappear and things like that. Um, I think there's a really nice flow to it. So I, I would say Gotham Knights. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on, Take it. Go on, Dan. Um, so mine is this little indie game called Proteus. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But I am not. No. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's got that very much like boomer shooter, old school Doom vibe mm. to it. Um, Doomer shooter. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I think like it was on Game Pass. Number one, I'm Game Pass Gary over here just <laughs> <laughs> talking about everything Game Pass. Um, but yeah, like that really surprised me. I was not expecting it to be that good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, if you, if you like those sort of games... Definitely, I'd recommend that one. Oh man, Pro- yeah, Proteus is gorgeous. I think it's it's a cool like look into like new age polygonal graphics. Like it yeah. is like a, a throwback. But I think I love that they sort of do a thing. You can toggle it in the options of whether you want to see old school sprites yeah, or three yeah. D stuff. Um, but they take advantage of the uh, hardware by just having like pixel showers of blood everywhere and just really indulging in like the feeling of old Doom, where it was like I am carving these dudes in <laughs> half, um, and they nail that side of it. Um, Mr. James Douse, wow, you can't I recommend Fortnite. I know that's what I'm. Thinking of um, <laughs> technically, I'm going to give you Look, a Christmas gift here. to you. You can recommend Fortnite if you really want to. Right, Fortnite. Um, <laughs> technically, this game came out long ago, but okay. it came out on PS5 this year. So I'm going to say Toy Story 2, uh, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm classing that. Yeah, you can take that. Um, if if 2022's most recommendable, <laughs> underrated game is Toy Story 2, and by I, all means. I wanted to say Kirby Fall Guys. Can you remember that game that came out? Was oh, like, my God. Uh, Desert Course or something? Des- was that, it Desert Course? Oh, what was that was one that, called? There must have been a pun in the name somehow. I thought it was um, I can't Kirby, Dream Buffet. Kirby's Dream, Dream Buffet. Buffet. I wish I enjoyed that. It's terrible. It's Worse awful. frame rate than everything else. I wish that could have been the game I recommend. Same. But it isn't. So that's why I'm saying Toy Story 2. Because <laughs> did you, you went back on, this is like legitimately, you did go back on Toy Story 2 and they added it to the PlayStation Plus. Because yeah, yeah. I, I went on it as well. I didn't finish it, but I don't know if you did a full run. Oh, I did. I did it. <laughs> I, I did it. This is the weirdest what I did. I completed it once and um, then I liked it so much I played it again I, I mean and yeah. I tried speed running it <laughs> how did that go how did oh, speed running like go two three hours in it in. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I will so say um, because I think it has been a really really weird year uh, in terms of like things that sort of demand you play them or things where enough people are talking about it it's like, okay I'll yeah. give this a shot Elden Ring definitely had that yeah. um, but in terms of indulging in old stuff I just got a copy of the Star Wars Episode 3 game which was on Ooh. the original Ooh. Xbox which I forgot was on um, backwards compatibility I'm not selling that whatsoever yeah. um, but I randomly just picked that up and I was like there's so much stuff to yeah. catch up on and I'm just sat there playing as Anakin and Obi-Wan for 
such a good game. Slicing my way yeah. through it. Yeah, that game has incredibly overlooked PvP. Yeah. Um, which I think we might do a list on the most overlooked PvP modes. If that's the case, then what would you say is your like most recommended old game that you've played this year? Mm. If, we've, if we've done one of those each. Oof. Oh. Off the oh. top of my head, Deathloop. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, technically, it's technically old. Yeah, that's yeah, what, I mean, yeah, both of you guys can have uh, Fortnite anyway. I feel like that's unsaid. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. An, it's unspoken. Give it's, us a, it. it's a rule. Well, you got me back into Fortnite this year. Like, I, I played it originally in 2017, I think. I played, I like, yourself. the first yeah. chapter um, and just dropped off it, and it was Mr. James Dallas here yeah. who got me back into <laughs> it this year. paid me money to bring you in. <laughs> to bring me yeah. back. And have you enjoyed it? I have. And I've also, I've also <laughs> spent a lot of money on skins. That's what I was going to run this off for, is what's the dumbest thing both of you have bought in Fortnite? Nah, you've bought way more than oh, me. I've bought so much. Like, I, is there one thing I'm, that stands out? I'm I was like, tight. I didn't need that. I'm tight with it. Uh, I've still not spent any money on it yet. I've, I've spent £7 and that's it. Okay. On the entire Because I bought one battle pass and you can earn enough V-Bucks yes. to buy the next one. Okay. Whereas you just buy... Yeah, I bought the Dragon Ball Z skins. I bought, like, <laughs> Ash from Evil Dead. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you got Geralt or Doomguy yet? Or can you not get that? I've yet? got Doomguy. Doom I bought Kate and Marcus from Gears of War. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was laughing that this is such a dovetail. I was laughing that all the World, World Cup squad were in there. Oh, like, yeah. Harry, Harry Kane's Kane's in Plays it. Harry Kane, miss every shot. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Why is he in it? <laughs> but that item shop in Fortnite... At the minute, is one of the weirdest collection of things. Like, there's Hulk, there's the Terminator. For me, going back into it after five years and just being like, okay, I get Fortnite is this biggest thing. It is. It's the biggest thing in the world. And thumbing through that inventory and just being like, oh, my God, it's everything. It's like, you know, being the Simpsons where it's like, it ate everybody. I'm like, it, it absolutely <laughs> yeah. is everything. But the fact that it's got Metallica now, does that scare you what they could do next? <sighs> Would you play as Lars Ulrich? Oh, hell yeah. I love I love Lars. I, uh, I'd recommend Mission to Lars, the movie. It's very good. Um, but yeah, I, that's the thing. I thought when, because Mr. Durkin, you sent me a clip of that the people playing Master was, of Puppets, and yeah. there's like a drum animation and a guitar animation. Kratos, um, yes. Doom Guy, and Master Chief. Master Chief on the drums. Um, but you can't you can't um, play as like Hetfield and Hammer and the no. dudes from Metallica. So I'm like, no. you're not going to get me in then. I mean, I bought Guitar Hero Metallica. What are we doing? Like, I, I'm right there. Yeah, but you can emote as... That's not you good enough. You can do it as Ariana Grande. You could use that. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. 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 I don't know what that is. You can, but <laughs> you can play as Ariana Grande. Or Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast in it now. Look, I, did, I literally, literally had no idea who that was. <laughs> I was just saying, I've heard of him. <laughs> I think he's the guy that built the Squid Game thing. But I'm, uh, I'm, him, yes. I'm happily the old man who has no idea who these people are. <laughs> anyway, this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. Thank you very much to Mr. James Dowse. Yes, thank you for listening to our Fortnite talk. Yes. Yeah. I'm Mr. Daniel Durkin. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Any time. And thank all of you genuinely for sticking with us all year long. Uh, we will do more in-depth podcasts as we return next year. But for now, 2022 is done and we'll catch you then. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.